Hello, hello, hello. Howdy doody, blog tribe. Pete McPherson here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Another solo show for you today. No podcast guest. I wanted to come at you with uh, just a really, really short, bite-sized popcorn. I don't know. I was listening to Popcorn Finance the other day. He has shorter podcast episodes. A little bite-sized treat for you. I want to talk about what we as, I'm going to say marketers, but I really mean online marketers, bloggers, online business folk, right? What we can learn from the Star Wars teasing and the Star Wars releases, the title releases. We don't know what the next one's called at the time of this recording. And I want to talk about maybe three things. I want to talk about the tribe. I want to talk about why this works. And I want to talk about how you can steal some of these tactics for your own blog and how that's pretty cool. So let's get off. Number one, the tribe. Did you even know that Star Wars is probably not 100% definitely. It's currently like 8 a.m. April 12, Friday, where I am. Did you know that they're probably releasing a title or a teaser trailer today of the next Star Wars movie? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. If you did, you're like me. First of all, I'm a Star Wars nut. And you knew that this day was coming. Or you've at least been awaiting eagerly the title reveal for the next movie. Or the trailer reveal for the next movie. Uh, that's one crew. That's one tribe. People outside of the tribe. Maybe that's you listening to this. I have no judgment towards you, by the way. There are very few people nerdy enough like me. Uh, but chances are you probably did not know. You did not know that they might be revealing something on the live panel, which will be streamed via the internet, of course, today. You didn't know that. And maybe you'll see it on Reddit or in the news or something tomorrow or the next day, if they do indeed reveal something today, by the way. But you're not eagerly awaiting it. You're not part of the tribe. Maybe you'll go see the movie. That's great. But you're not diehard. You're not the 1,000 true fans, sort of speak, of Star Wars. Probably not. I might not be the top 1,000 uh, true fans either. But alas, I'm nerdy enough to kind of be in that tribe. I'm looking forward to sharing the trailer on Facebook with my friends as soon as it comes out. I'm looking forward to viewing it and talking about it with my friends. Are alarms going off in your head, by the way, what I'm talking about? Blogging, digital marketing, online marketing, talking, sharing with friends, word of mouth, organic social proof. You see where I'm getting at here? Okay, so that was part one. Part two, What? why does this work? What's going on here? What's at play here? Star Wars, I'm referring to Disney and Lucasfilm and the producers and the marketers, quite frankly, behind the movie behind the entire brand, I guess you could say, they're doing this very intentionally. It's not because, oh, we're just scrambling. We don't have the trailer ready yet. We haven't picked out a name. We just can't decide. So that's why we haven't released it. No, 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 no. They keep everything close to the vest. They've known for a long time, probably, when they would start to release this information, or if not when, then what that information is, the title of the movie. They know them the secrets, right? They keep it close to the vest and they build anticipation. So why do they do that? A few different reasons. One would be to just generally hype up the movie, get people excited about it so that they will pay them money to go see it in December when the movie comes out. That's pretty straightforward. You have a new blog post series you have coming up. You have an ebook that you're going to release. You have a summit that you're going to launch. You want to kind of build up anticipation so people can kind of get excited about it and then hopefully buy tickets to it. Okay, that's great. That's pretty straightforward. But 
let's talk for one more second about that excited part. And forgive me, but I'm going to change the scene here a little bit. Let's go back to, I believe, about a week ago, actually last Saturday at the time of this recording, early April, the NCAA March Madness Tournament semifinals between Virginia and Auburn. I don't know if you watched the game. I actually did not watch the game either, by the way. But, this is important, I was around people who were watching the game on their phone. We were actually at a retirement party and... Everybody there was from the state of Alabama. Everybody was kind of invested. I wasn't, by the way. I had not watched any of the previous games. I'm not a huge basketball fan in general. I I had no idea what was going on. But people there were watching on their phone, and they were talking about it, right? And to spoil the ending, for those who haven't seen it, it came down to the wire. Literally, like, one or two points right at the very end, and then there was a controversial foul. Was it past the three for a line? And the guy got three free throw shots, and he made them, and... Virginia won, right? It came down to the wire. It was nerve wracking. I found myself drawn in to this tension, to this atmosphere of what happens next. I have to know. I'm hanging on by a thread here like every single second waiting to see how this game plays out. Why is that? I don't care about these two teams specifically. I haven't been super invested in basketball. I'm not a huge fan. I hadn't watched a single game. I wasn't even watching this game. Why am I emotionally invested and interested to see how this plays out? The tension there. We as human beings are drawn to tension. We have to know what happens next. So, okay, that was my little example. Let's take it back to your blog now. What happens when you go to your email list or you go to your followers or you go to your customers and you tease something? Not in a disrespectful way, not in a, oh, wow, really? You're going to do that cliffhanger, clickbait? Not in that necessarily way, but you just let them know that something else is coming. And here's the kicker. You are excited about it. Or you're just, I don't really know what else to say. You were excited about it. You have to show excitement. You have to be into it. You don't have to like jump up and down and scream for this new blog post that you're going to write next week. But you could say, I am looking forward to bringing you next week's episode with Brittany Muller from Moz.com. That one statement creates a little bit of tension. It might not hit everybody in your tribe. Remember point number one, Star Wars fans versus non-Star Wars fanatics, not fans, I'll say fanatics, Star Wars fanatics versus non-Star Wars fanatics, your blog fanatics versus the people who just kind of loosely follow you or that see you on social media or whatnot. For your bigger fans, your more loyal fans, you are increasing their loyalty and their interest in your brand, their engagement with your brand. This is point number two. It's not very well thought out. I don't have anything written in front of me, by the way. I'm just kind of riffing right here, but I do think this is incredibly powerful. Creating tension. I need to know what happens next, i.e., right? Creating tension builds brand loyalty. It does. It gets people into your thing. Whatever your thing is, it gets people into it. Creating that tension, creating that excitement, creating that energy, anticipation. There's lots of fill in the blank words I could probably use right here. That's powerful. It's powerful even when people don't care about the result. This is almost a rant because I'm just amazed by human psychology. Why was I so invested in the Auburn-Virginia game? I don't care about these teams. I don't care about basketball, etc. It was the situation, it was the tension that got me into that. And now, to spoil it for everybody, at that party I was at, 
I was talking about it. I was like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, I really wish this had happened. Oh, man, that's just, I can't even believe that. Like, was he out of the three-point line? Like, was he blah, 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 right? I was talking about it. I was into it. I'm excited about it now when I didn't care about the outcome. I realized that like 20 minutes later, I was like, wait, I don't, why am I emotionally like wrapped up in this? I don't care. <laughs> it, it works. Providing tension, building anticipation towards your next thing. It doesn't matter what that is, product, content, anything. It's very, very powerful. Okay, that's point number two. I know that went on a little bit too long. Let's talk about the last part. What's the practical takeaways? What? I, why am I telling you all this? How do I think it could benefit you listening to this, running your podcast or your, your YouTube channel or your blog or building products, etc.? Well, I think that's quite simple. I think we've demonstrated the benefits of this already. It gets people more ingrained in your brand. It just does. It gets people interested and excited when they may not have been before, which is going to make it much more likely that they return to your blog to read that post or open next week's email where you're going to talk about XYZ or sign up for the waiting list for to take your free course or whatever it may be. I think those benefits are pretty clear. So my challenge to you, the practical challenge, what I want you to do with this information is just think of one way and the next week, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're launching something, if you're, I'm telling you content, anything, it doesn't matter. What I want you to do is be more deliberate when it comes to building anticipation. I was going to say teasing, but that's almost kind of the wrong word. That's a little bit negative connotation as well. What I really mean is building that tension. I want to know what it looks like. I want to know what happens next. It could be anything. You could talk about, I just, this is a true story for me, personally, by the way, nerd alert, blogging nerd alert. I just bought a bunch of expensive, customizable illustration, multicolored icons that I'm going to be using across my brand now. I am extremely nerdy and excited to share them with you. That's just an example of something I might say, but uh, also some free program or whatever doesn't matter what the content is. I already uh, explained that. I suppose I should stop saying that. I want you to be deliberate in how you build tension towards your next thing. Show off just a little bit of your free course, but not the entire thing. Show off just the title and explain why they might love it. Not what's in it, not exactly why they will love it, but you know what they're going to get out of it. Build anticipation, build tension, build excitement like true generous excitement to your tribe. That's your homework. I think I've already hit the benefits enough. I was wondering if I should elaborate more, but I think I've done that. I think I've done my job here on this podcast today. I want you to be a little bit more deliberate about building tension towards your next thing. Don't do this every single week, by the way, nothing but like cliffhangers or whatever, but just be like the Star Wars thing. It's not every six months. It's every two years, the past several years of building They're waiting. We know it's coming. We're itching. We are chomping at the bit to see how this Star Wars trailer looks and to see the title and to see our favorite characters in action on the screen, even if for a minute, just to be excited. We like being excited. We like the anticipation. It's like when you book a vacation three months from now, half the joy is just kind of planning it and thinking about what you're going to do and anticipating the good times, right? Do that with your blog content and your free courses and your paid summits and X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three, right? You guys got this. I think it's a very powerful marketing technique that we all could learn from. Okay. 
that said, without further ado, I'm going to call an end. I'm going to call an audible here and end this podcast episode. As always, Block Drive, seriously, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, wait. I want to thank you one more time for something really cool that keeps happening that I'm blown away by. I love, I love, I love whenever I hear from my former podcast guest that, oh, somebody from your audience reached out to me. I'm like, what? (laughs) Who are you people? How? This is amazing. This is, that is something that makes my day. I can't even express how proud I am of you guys, the listeners of this show and like the followers of the even blog, the blog drive. I'm just like insanely proud. I know that's maybe like less than five, 10% of you. Most of you are probably just casual listeners and you're bloggers and you want to grow your business or whatnot. But golly, I just think it's the most impressive thing that I am proud of. (laughs) The fact that you guys act on not necessarily my recommendation, not me personally, but you just act on the content that you hear there, hear, hear. Oh, that's, that's awkward. The content that you listen to here. There you go. Boom. Nailed it, Pete. Uh, I'm just super proud. So thank you. Thank you for being loyal to the brand. I guess thank you for being loyal to me too. I appreciate that. I'm the man behind the brand over here. Uh, just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It makes me extremely happy and quite frankly, egotistical and proud. Whenever I hear from my past guests, they're like, oh my gosh, people from your audience reached out to me. Like that never happens with podcasting anymore. That's right. Dad gum straight because the blog drives fierce. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend if you enjoyed it. And I will see you next week with more awesome interviews. I got, who do I got coming up? I'm going to build you a little bit of attention. Not really. I didn't think about this before just a second, but Jeff Goins, writer extraordinaire, brilliant marketer, by the way. I mean, he talks about writing most, but he's a brilliant marketer. Jeff Goins, Tim Solo, the marketing dude behind HRFs, smart SEO as well. Thick German accent. That'll be a fun episode. I think it's German. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Tim Solo, Jeff Goins, part three of Tanya from Traveling Tanya, our 12-month-long new blogger case study. I'm excited to get that one out to you probably as soon as possible. That might even be next week or the week after. I'll try to get that one out relatively soon to try and keep us on that timeline. Really just, I'm super happy with this podcast content that I have coming up. I really am. I'm excited. I'm going to build you some tension No, it's going to be great. Thank you so much for listening. And I've said that four times now. I will actually sign off. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Good luck in your marketing and blogging efforts. And I'll talk to you soon. Adios.